Hi, my name is Jana Metzger. Welcome to the Gospel House. Our mission here at the Gospel House is to show the world that the gospel of Jesus Christ is enough. That in the gospel, we can find all of our deepest needs met as the entire church responds to and applies the implications of the gospel. We would love to show it with you. Check out our website, www.thegospel.house, where you can learn more about us, find out how to connect with us, ask questions, see when and where our next meeting is, and give to help advance the gospel message of Jesus Christ. In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not grasp it. This was the true light that, coming into the world, enlightens every person. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, and yet the world did not know him. Merry Christmas, Gospel House. <laughs> what a privilege it is to celebrate Christmas together, right? Outside of everything, I was talking to my friend Logan here before service, and I, I was telling him, I hate that there is such an expectation at Christmas that we put on ourselves, right? Because when you look at the real Christmas story, Jesus being born in a manger, it doesn't get more humble than that, right? No fanfare, no fireworks, no production, you know, all of the things. And we make it into this huge deal. And as I was worshiping and we were getting ready to go, it, God just hit me with, Jeremy, you get to celebrate Christmas with your family tonight. You get to celebrate Christmas with your church family. So it doesn't matter who's here, who's not here. It doesn't matter whether the worship team got it all right, whether the candles light, whether we burn, you know, oh, don't burn the church down, that would be a bad thing. But all of it doesn't matter, because at the end of the night, we get to celebrate our Lord and Savior with our family, with the family that he purchased with his own blood. And that's pretty awesome, isn't it? So let's celebrate him tonight. Let's have a fun time celebrating Jesus with our church family. He is the reason for the season. Like I just said, this season at the Gospel House, we've been talking about this idea that we live Christmas differently. We should live Christmas differently, right? We should live Christmas on mission. Because when you break it down and when you look at what Christmas is, that's what Christmas was to Jesus. Jesus was on a mission to come and to save us. And as followers of his, we cannot miss this. Because we are sent by Jesus the exact same way that Jesus was sent by his Father. So tonight, we are going to focus on one of my favorite Christmas traditions, and that's the candlelight service, which we're about to celebrate here. Now, let me warn you, one of the biggest dangers in anything is tradition in which we forget the meaning, right? Doing something because it's tradition and forgetting why did we ever start this tradition in the first place, right? My family has a tradition. Every Thanksgiving day, we go out and we cut down a, a Christmas tree, a fresh Christmas tree, and we bring it in. 
that was never communicated to me by my wife, Jana. And one day, it's pouring rain outside, and she's like, all right, come on, we're going to cut down the Christmas tree. It's like, what? It's pouring rain outside. I don't want to do this. Come on, it's tradition, right? But it had never been communicated to me. Well, this is Janice, and so she told me, my family has always done it this way, and this is important to me. Okay, we'll put on the galoshes, the raincoats, the slickers, and we'll get out there, and we'll cut down a Christmas tree. We can't forget the reason for the tradition. And so tonight, that's what we're going to talk about. Why do we do this? Why do we light these candles in our Christmas Eve services? Why do we celebrate this way? And so tonight, as we celebrate Jesus Christ being our Christmas light, we celebrate the fact that 2,000 years ago, God sent a light into this dark world. God sent a light as an infant named Jesus into the darkness, and the darkness has yet to put that light out. Amen? Amen. So tonight I want to look at three things. First, a Christmas light is coming. This is the promise that was given to us that Jesus Christ would be the light of the world. Second, a Christmas light is here. That when Jesus was born, he came into this world and brought a light that cannot be put out. And then finally, as Jesus, as our light, we must go. We must take that light and go into the world. So first, a Christmas light is coming. This is a fulfillment that we are given in the Old Testament thousands of years before Jesus comes. But the prophecy we're looking at tonight is specifically 700 years old. In the book of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah writes 700 years before Jesus Christ is born. And Isaiah says this, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. A little later in this same chapter, we read a very familiar Christmas passage. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government government shall be on his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. This is the light of the world. Jesus, this child, the Son of God given, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace, Jesus the Christ. So then when John opens up his gospel, as, Jesus, or as Jana just read to us, and says this, In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not grasp it. And then later, this was the true light that coming into the world enlightens every person. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, and yet the world did not know him. Jesus Christ fulfilled perfectly over 300 Old Testament prophecies throughout his life. This is one of them. Isaiah says that a light is coming to those who walk in darkness. John says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not grasp it. The world came into being through him and yet the world does not know him. This is who Jesus was before he was ever born. And shining his light into the darkness, that was what he was sent to do. 
Jesus is here. The promised light. Jesus is that promise. Christmas is the celebration of the coming of this light. The reason we put lights up around our houses, on our Christmas trees, we light the candles, is because Jesus is the light of the world. But notice what Jesus does and what he doesn't do. Jesus' mission was to shine his light into the darkness. But he did not stay up in heaven and shine this really bright floodlight down into the darkness to give us light, did he? Jesus himself came into the darkness. And why? We're told in John 8, 12, Jesus again spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. The one who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus came so that we could follow him, so that we could walk out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Peter tells us in 1 Peter 2.9, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. During this Christmas season, as we celebrate this Christmas light that has come into the world, there's an unspoken requirement. It's great that Jesus came. It's great that Jesus is here, that he brings his light with him. But Jesus Christ's coming and shining a light into the darkness requires that we step out of the darkness. Which means, as Christmas lights, we must go. We must go. And there are two parts to this. Like Peter said, Jesus is here. Jesus came and Jesus calls every single one of us out of the darkness. But we must choose to step out of that darkness and follow him, right? In the book of Ephesians chapter 5, Paul says this, See that no one deceives you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. As you try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord, do not participate in the useless deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. For it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light. For everything that becomes visible is light. If we call ourselves disciples of Christ, we need to step out of the darkness and follow Jesus and walk in his light. Some of us act like Jesus gives us this light and all of a sudden it's ours, right? And now I get to call out truth as I see it. And now I get to walk however I want. It's not your light. And the second you stop following where Jesus has laid out the path with his light, you're in darkness again. Now listen, some people aren't going to like it when you walk in the light, are they? Because what's light do? 
it exposes darkness, right? People aren't going to like that when we walk in the light and when we follow the light. But the call of the disciple of Jesus Christ is not to be popular, but to walk in the light as he is in the light. Jesus Christ himself says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by people. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but put it on the lampstand and it gives out light to all who are in the house. Your light must shine before people in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Jesus came to give you light. Yes, light so that we can see him more clearly. Yes, light so that we can see the Father through him. But also light so that we can see everything else the way Jesus sees it. C.S. Lewis has this great quote. He says, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it I see everything else. Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And when Jesus shines his light and we walk in that light, we see people the way God sees people. We see deeds the way God sees deeds. We see rest the way God sees rest. And all of a sudden, our entire world is changed because we see for the first time what this world actually looks like in God's glorious light. Christmas celebrates the light of the world, Jesus Christ, fulfilling a 700-year-old prophecy and coming to earth and shining his light on a people lost in darkness. That's you and me, right? We are those people who were lost in darkness. And Jesus came to shine his light. Now, the question is, what are we doing? How do we respond to this Christmas mission? Now listen, it's great to celebrate as a church family, right? But is that the only thing we're doing with our light? One of my favorite parts of this Christmas Eve service is after we get all the candles lit, you can turn off all the lights and I can still see every single one of your faces perfectly. Because that light illuminates. And when we put all of our light together, it lights up this whole room. It's like the lights are on, right? But is that all we're doing with our light? Because everybody in here has light, right? Everybody in here can see. So is that what we're doing with our light? Or are we taking our light into the darkness? Sometimes I think we get a little scared to go into the darkness. Nobody likes the dark, right? Children's songs are great. They have great core truths in them. But we've got to be careful that we're paying attention to what our kids are singing, what we're singing. That beautiful song, This Little Light of Mine, right? I'm going to let it shine. It's a great song. There's a verse in there. Won't let Satan blow it out. 
I'm going to let it shine, right? And then the kids get the little motions and won't let Satan it out, right? That's great. But can I reframe that for you? Because in that passage that we read earlier from John, he says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not grasp it. That Greek word there for grasp, it's katalambano. And it literally means when you're grasping, it's grasping to take something or to put it out. So that translation could just as easily read, and the darkness did not extinguish it. Our kids sing this song about not letting Satan put it out, but y'all, Satan can't put out the light of God. It's like the big bad wolf, Elam, and he was showing Gideon some of the, the Three Little Pigs cartoons on Disney today just to bide the time while we all got our hair did and everything. It doesn't mind look nice. But while they're watching it, you know, and no matter how hard that wolf blows, he can't knock down the house of stone. That's what Jesus' light is like. And we don't have to do anything to protect it. You are covered, y'all, to take your light into the darkness. Now listen, it's not your light, right? So that doesn't mean you just wake up tomorrow and say, all right, I'm going to go to China. That's not how that works. You've got to walk in the light as Jesus lays it out for you. But as long as we're walking in the light, as Jesus is laying it out, as Jesus is telling us, the Holy Spirit, step by step, where to go, what to do, who to talk to, there is no power of the enemy that can extinguish that light which means that Jesus' promise is true. Those who follow me will never walk in darkness. Y'all, I don't want to walk in darkness anymore, do you? Then let's follow Jesus. This Christmas, you have been given a light. What will you do with it? The Holy Spirit is asking you right now, you have been given a light. What will you do with it? Play it safe? Or will you follow him into the darkness and do what Jesus did? Thank you for listening to the Gospel House podcast. We pray that you are pointed to Jesus and will apply what you learn to look more like him each and every day. If you found today's message impactful, do us a favor and hit the follow button. Leave us a rating and write up a review to help others find our podcast. You can also help us by sharing the podcast so that together we can show the world that the gospel of Jesus Christ is enough. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Head to our website, www.thegospel.house connect, fill out the form, and someone from our Gospel House family will connect with you. God bless you, and remember, the gospel of Jesus Christ is always enough.